This week's show is brought to you by Venice Beach Beverage. Try their delicious line of ginger teas with 100% daily vitamins in every can. And make sure you try my favorite, Black Cherry. Visit them online at venicebeachbeverage.com. Eat more pan. This week's episode is also brought to you in part by George Lopez's Chingon Bakery. Make sure to check them out on Instagram at Chingon Bakery and online at chingonbakery.com. They ship worldwide straight from Oxnard, California. This episode is intended for mature audiences only. Listener discretion is advised. All right, kittens and cats. It's a new year. It's a new day. Another day. Or what is it? A lovely, lovely day. Lovely day. Oh, <laughs> I'm like, what song are you talking about right now? I was trying to get it together, but... I think it's Bill Withers' lovely day. So, we are recording from our apartment the kitchen table joining us is our dog jorge penelope is out there as you know the last two um recordings uh, episodes had mentioned you know she's still fucking up the couches but it's okay we are surviving every day and it seems like it's only when we're recording that she decides that she wants to be a little shit i was just about to say this whole time that i've been here i haven't seen her on the couch but as soon as you said that she was like, I hear you, human. Mm-hmm. Let me just affirm what you just said. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So um, we've had a little bit of a break in between. We didn't have a pre-New Year's episode. We decided that it was best to take a little bit of a break, let everyone breathe a little and be on their vacations. Um, we had a nice Christmas. Well, we kind of had a nice Christmas. Um, Ricky, you want to share what happened? <laughs> what did you do for Christmas? We didn't even talk. No, you were quarantined. I don't think we were allowed to even talk. We weren't even allowed to FaceTime. It was that contagious. <laughs> I, and I wasn't about to FaceTime with anybody. Either. I was like, ignore, ignore. <clears throat> but I very much got COVID. And I was in isolation for the last uh, 10 days. I was in isolation for 10 days. So it carried me all throughout Christmas. <clears throat> and um, it was terrible. Yeah, no, I I bet it was awful. I um I ended up having my mom here um for Christmas. She spent a little bit of time my mom and my sister did. And then I was supposed to go see my dad, but I haven't seen him because they're sick at home and I didn't want to get sick. But funny enough, I ended up getting a cold, so it all just we're all sick around here. It it's tis the season. For real, because it's been cold and raining. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember the last time we got this much cold weather and rain consistently. Because it was coming down, like, a lot. Which I love. I do like this weather. Yeah, no, I definitely appreciate the rain. I could care less about how cold. It really has been, like, cold, cold. It's yeah. It's been a cold that I don't think we've seen in a while. At least not that it's been combined with the rain. And I think that's what makes it even worse. And like the could be getting rain for the rest of the week too. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so anyway, so Christmas was a little bit of a shit show, and we kind of missed it. We kind of didn't. We had a pivot. Um, but now you're now we're here in this new year, and we both kind of were catching up with our lives and like what we've been doing because, like you said, we haven't really been talking, and you were in isolation, so. Um, we discovered a couple things that we, we've been doing <laughs> or that we've done. Like we're, we're hitting the new year right, I believe. Um, so I, I wanted to share that. 
Um, I recently got offered a position to become a financial planner, which if you guys know me, I'm all about those finances and I'm all about being right with our fucking money and our community. It is important for us to educate one another about the importance of having a retirement, investments, shit like that, insurance. Yeah, all of that fun stuff. But um, (laughs) you, Ricky, also have something new a new adventure <laughs> in in my isolation i kept having these like meditative thoughts and you know just things in your head when things get in your head mm-hmm. i i do love to write i do consider my i'm a self-proclaimed writer uh-huh. so i'd been procrastinating on really kind of diving into my writing and so <coughs> there's a uh, a few resources where you can uh, display and sell your your writing. So I'm quote unquote a freelance writer now. So I have like a little page on this website where you can go and look at all the things that I've written and that I've sampled and you can buy the shit that I write. So That's pretty awesome. It is awesome. It's 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 forcing me to um to get into the practice into the rhythm of writing again. So Look at you, little writer, you. I'm so proud of you. That's exciting. Because I think we've been talking about, um, you know, your desires to want to write and and doing that as a, like, professionally. Um, so good. I'm really happy for you. I think that this is a good thing for the both of us. Like, we're really channeling our, would you say, our inner Jay-Z? You said some shit the other day mm-hmm. that I was like, oh, my inner Jay-Z? And I wouldn't have thought that that's what you were doing. Like, right. I was surprised to hear that. Oh, I'm doing this now. Just like I think you were surprised that I had signed up for this. Yeah, um, mine was definitely just by chance. I, you know, when you're in, um, when you have to sign up for your unemployment every week and you have to tell them what you're applying for, I, by chance, came across this company and, you know, they're promoting, like, financial advisor. And I was like, oh, well, let's just see. And then... You think it's really by chance? No, it's the universe. And it really did. And it's what you're calling into your life. So this just kind of, quote unquote, fell into my lap. And I took it. And I was, honestly, I was hesitating. And I and you'll even ask Mike, like, I was really almost going to say no. Really? Mm-hmm. I did interviews. I talked to the person. And I was like, yeah, you know, this sounds really great. And then I was telling Mike, I don't know that I should do this. But I did because I thought if I'm hesitating and if I'm like that resistance means I should do it because it's different and it's um, it's challenging. You have to try different things. You have to get out there and and try it. So even though you and I were disconnected and, you know, didn't talk a lot, we were very much on the same frequency of discovering new things about ourselves and getting into different endeavors that Mm -hmm. seasoned. Mm-hmm. the life that we're already kind of building for ourselves yeah for sure for sure and um in my you know browsing the internet and looking for jobs i came across um this page i don't know if you guys follow um we all grow latina um very cool page for resources and community things like that well they're hiring and they were hiring for like a a writer and also like a project manager. They had different positions. And there was one that stood out to me and I was like, oh my gosh, 
this is a position for Ricky. <laughs> and I was ready to send it to her. And for whatever reason, I didn't. But I thought in my head, like, this is Ricky's job. She needs this one. And it's, it, I saw it. So even though you didn't send it to me and even though you didn't call me and be like, girl, you need to check this out. I very much saw that post and I saved it on my Instagram. The only reason why I wanted to like apply and take the job yeah. is because I wanted to, in my mind, I imagined that working for this organization uh-huh. is predominantly female Latinas. Uh-huh. <laughs> we all grow Latina. Yeah. I imagined the whole thing in my head, the uh-huh. office, the yeah. settings, yeah. and I'm just surrounded by Female resourceful, you know, great, educated, passionate, female Latinas. And I could, I, so I imagined it all in my head and I was like, what would that even feel like? Yeah, for sure. That's the, only, that's the reason why I was like, I'm going to apply for this because yeah. I can't imagine an environment like that. I literally cannot imagine an environment like that. Right. Be- I've. Like, where? Where does that even happen? I've been used to, I've worked in male-dominated male dominate, male industries. Yeah, which many are. Where I was always the only female at the table. Yeah. So the thought of working in an environment like that blew my mind. Yeah. And so that's why I was like, I think I just want to apply to this because I want to see what that feels like. Like, yeah. what is that like? So that's interesting. Just to get a glimpse. That's what I'm saying. I was like, let's just try this. Fuck it. And you know what? I probably still go back and apply. Just to you know, see what happens. You never know. Yeah, go get an interview. See what those see what those um, cubicles are like. <laughs> what that office space is, you know. Um, so yeah, so that, that's a little bit about what we're doing in our professional life, um, <clears throat> in getting ready for this episode. Um, Ricky had the great idea to um, write letters to ourselves. Uh, to ring in the new year, to have a moment of reflection, and um, all these things, right? Uh, so we wrote our letter to ourselves. Had you ever done that before? Um, not in that, not in the way that I that I did. I usually, so the way that I usually go about the end of my year is that I'll give gratitude and I'll write it down for the things that I had accomplished. But it's very much like in list form, not in letter form. And then what I'll do after is that on my on a on a planner. So I'll do this for my planner, for my current planner. So if today was so if it's 2021, I'll do my gratitude on my 2021 planner. And then on my 2022 planner, which I still haven't bought, um, I'll put like my manifestations, things that I want to do for the for the year, things that I want to learn, stuff like that. Um, so, so yes and no. Okay, but, but then I ask this because <clears throat> you can, you can go in my library of journals. Mm-hmm. Wait, do you say library or library? Library. So you just. I don't say library. I don't pronounce the Wow, R's. so you just like knock out that second R? Library, yeah. Because it's L-I-B-R-A-R-Y, right? Yeah, but. Library. You, you pronounce Library. I, I really don't. I don't even know. I just I, anyways, anyway. If you go to my house and you see my collection okay. <laughs> of <clears throat> planners and journals that I've had throughout my life, mm-hmm. you can flip through the pages and you'll find random 
pages in there where I write to myself. Okay. And I'll say, and it'll happen where, you know, like I could be in a meeting mm -hmm. and be maybe having like a low-key panic attack or I'm second-guessing myself about something or I'm really uncomfortable about something and I'm writing to myself. Okay. And so to kind of get myself out of that zone, I'll be like, Ricky, get your head out of your ass. It's mm. going to be okay. Da -da -da -da. You are this, you are... And, and I'm, I literally write to myself. Like, okay. I'm, yeah. Well, it's almost like a coping mechanism. I, too. I, I, I only to... recently kind of put that together. Really? Yeah, because... And sometimes I would even do it, I would write, I would say, Dear God, mm. where have you put me? And I'm asking because I'm like, what is, why is this happening to me? Why in any of my journals you will see passages like that, that I've written to myself like that. Huh. And I think it's a very, I, I think for me, the act of writing to yourself mm -hmm. is kind of acknowledging yourself. Yeah. It's kind of like removing your physical self from where you're at and kind of going inward mm -hmm. to uncover that. Uh, two years ago, we did mushrooms. Mm -hmm. um, you, my brother, my mom, and I. Mm -hmm. And in that experience, I heard my voice for the first time, if that makes any sense, right? Mm -hmm. So as I'm hearing myself talk to myself, mm -hmm. I start to write down everything that I'm telling myself. Mm -hmm. So that experience took my writing experience to myself to a whole other level mm. and it made me connect with my like subconsciousness I see. you know mm. and so that's kind of like my little present to myself like my little secret to myself that nobody else gets that it's just between me myself and I so to yeah. speak and, and I think it's an um, it's an amazing practice of, a, of awareness that a lot of us don't do I definitely don't do that enough um, it, it, it's a form of what's well, journaling you're journaling you're putting your thoughts into paper, you're expressing yourself, you're letting it out. Where people that tend to bottle things up and they're not um, expressing it verbally to others, if you if you write it in, in paper, you, you'll feel good about it. And so I think it is definitely a good practice. You know, maybe that's something that I'm going to um, practice doing more of this year, journaling. So sometimes <clears throat> when I was looking for... Um, my notebook or when I was looking for something to write my letter to myself in mm -hmm. I mean I have any anywhere from graph paper pads mm -hmm. to um, what are these called uh, legal pads mm -hmm. I have all kinds of big sticky notes any kind of paper you could imagine yeah, yeah stationary I have it accessible to me mm -hmm. And I don't, and also it's not just like writing to myself, like a letter to myself. When I found the notebook that I wanted to write my letter in, mm -hmm. I found this cutout that I had, that I just ripped out and I had put underneath that I wrote to myself on June 1st, 2021. And so, and when I'm really stressed out, okay. like when I've reached the, the point past writing a letter to myself, I start making lists. Uh. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, mm. so on and so forth. And I guide myself through everything. And um, it kind of just it documents the path that I need to take. It mm. itemizes what I want to do for myself. Whether I do it or not do it. About the stress or just your life in general? 
Do you want me to read you this one? Yeah. This yeah. is the one that I found. So this is from Monday, June 1st, 2021. Okay. Number one. And I and I can't I can't tell you what I was I don't remember what was going on that day, but this is what I wrote. So number one, good hustle, Rick. You didn't put so much on social media this morning. <laughs> Two, make your list and don't forget to honor your body. Mm-hmm. Three, don't forget about that dress. The blue one with the floral print. I'll explain that right now. Four, figure out how this will all pan out. And actually, it's not all your responsibility. Mm -hmm. Five, daydreaming and I'm thinking of you. I love that song by Aretha Franklin. Mm -hmm. Six, identify things I would like to do. A, get my thing or get my timing right. Stop feeling like everything's on fire. B, align myself spiritually. C, take myself out to dinner. Mm -hmm. D, write myself a letter of acknowledgement. (laughs) E, what does it feel like to just be me under no influence to please someone or something? Mm. And that was it. Oh, and then the, the, my last little point, I hear music in my head constantly. None of this necessarily makes any sense. It's literally the thoughts that were going through my head okay. that were kind of making a um, sense of the mess that I was going through, maybe, so to speak. I but I thought it was interesting that this happened, and this happened in the month that I resigned from autos because ah. I resigned... Uh, two weeks after this day okay okay cool yeah no i think it's it very much is grounding yes and kind of puts things in maybe not into perspective but just puts it out there it puts it out it puts it on paper and now you can walk away of a new slate you know so that's very cool um now we have the letters to ourselves do you want to share that first or should i go first we'll go first (laughs) All right, so this is my letter to myself. And there was there was no um, rules or context or do it like this. We just wrote whatever we felt was going to be right for ourselves. So That's an important point. <clears throat> so this is this is my piece and Jorge wants to come on in here and he wants to listen to your letter. Mhm, and he wants to play. You wait, Jorge. So this is mine. Dear Natalie, I am so proud of you, you badass woman, you. 2021 has been really good to you. You may have whined, cried, and complained because things don't come easy. And why should they? You are privileged beyond measure. Obstacles are healthy and needed for growth. Although the pandemic has continued to rain on all of your plans to rage and have fun, you still manage to get out and make the best of it. You hiked Ladder Canyon in the city of Mecca, California. You signed up for your yoga teacher training. You started a podcast to talk about things that are important to you. You became the godmother to not one, but two children. You created Primavera Color Limon and started a blog. You successfully grew a marijuana plant from seed (laughs) to flower. And you quit a job that was unfulfilling. Natalie, you have really outdone yourself this year by unapologetically leaning into intuition by doing what you want without asking for outside opinion. This is beautiful. I know that often you want the (laughs) approval of those near and dear, but as you continue on your journey, remember that no one knows you like you know you, and your parents, your husband, and your siblings will want to guide you in a certain direction, almost as to protect you. Take it with a grain of salt and do what you want anyway. You are here to live by your own intuition and learn from its consequences when your intuition is wrong. Natalie, there is already so much to look forward to in 2022. 
you were just invited to join a book club with women you have never met, but that you are looking but that you are going to learn a lot from. And I know you've been looking to have deeper connections with women like you. You have decided to embark in a career as a financial advisor, which will challenge you in ways that you have been looking to, but will also help <coughs> but will also help families with their financial future, as I know this is something you aspire to do. It's gonna take time for you to get your rhythm. Um, for you to get your rhythm going, but you're going to do great. Now start studying. You have a lot of exam prep to do. Lastly, I'm out of breath. Sorry, guys. I'm getting over a cold. I'm crying. Mm -hmm. She's crying. <coughs> okay, excuse me. Lastly, something you've been really excited and really sleepy about these last three months is you're expecting your first child. You have been at such great peace with this and have gotten a lot of support from your family and friends. You're going to be an amazing parent. All that you have done up to all that you have done up to the moment your child arrives will probably have nothing to do with raising a child. That's okay. You're not doing it alone. 2021, you were good to me. 2022, let's do this. Cheers. <laughs> I'm so I mean, you covered everything. Yeah, I felt really good about That's a, it. That was very. <laughs> that, was, that was thoroughly documented. Yeah. Well, you know, I learned from the best. I learned from you. I'm going to make sure that I document all this bullshit. Because I know Ricky's going to say some shit. I want to make sure that I can at least be here. No, <laughs> that was. That was outstanding, and Thank and you. I think I think it, okay, it was outstanding because I very f much have felt like a passenger oh. <laughs> to your life, like yeah, everything, like seeing it through, right? Everything that you've talked about, I've been there, like I've seen all of that growth, and I've seen all of that, you know. That's good shit. You yeah. see how this is a good practice to it, do? It is. And um, as I was doing it, at, at first I was like, I have nothing to fucking tell myself. And then I was like, I didn't do shit this year. And then I started thinking, I was like, damn, I did a lot. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, but, but also, I think, and for me, this is definitely something that I've been challenged with. Mm -hmm. I like, yes, please. I, I... When I think of the last year, the last year feels like three years. Yeah. The last year, I, I can't, I ha I've been having such a difficult time with comprehending time as it's passed. It's yeah. been like, I think something happened three months ago when in fact it happened a last year ago. Oh. Or, or, yeah, last week. And I'm like, what the hell? Like, it's just a. Yeah, the concept of time has been really challenging. <sighs> man that was yeah. that was a beautiful letter thank you i'm so proud of it too i i really mm. i really love that and i think um i you know what i was having a conversation with a friend of mine last night and i told her that one of my achievements 
this year has been feeling comfortable in moments of silence. Oh, uh, yeah. Like, uh, however your letter moved me, mm -hmm. sometimes in your silence, you're saying more, mm -hmm. if that makes any sense. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Before, I used to be very uncomfortable if no one was saying anything or, like, Wait, insert comment something. here. Like, okay. <laughs> But now I've, I appreciate that moment of silence uh, moment of reflection i guess right because mm -hmm. i'm thinking about everything that you just wrote and i'm like dang and i'm you're just sitting with it mm -hmm. and just sitting with it in silence and reflection you don't mm -hmm. have to say shit but yet i think you can still communicate like if i didn't say anything you would still feel the magnitude of my thoughtfulness mm -hmm. in what you just wrote that makes yeah. sense yeah I, i guess sometimes um to add right everything doesn't need a reaction or a comment or a response everything doesn't require a response and it is okay to just sit in silence because well it just means you're taking it in i, I think at least for me that's what it is I, i don't i don't say much in a lot of conversations but i'm listening and i'm like yeah I'm oh you definitely i remember at first that was something very difficult for me to get used to with you yeah. like i would dump all kinds of stuff out mm -hmm. you wouldn't say anything while i'm saying all of this stuff you weren't giving immediate feedback and i remember thinking like does she care about what i'm saying <laughs> like am i over speaking yeah. or what's happening here and then either moments later or even hours later or even the next day you would come back with an, a complete analysis mm -hmm. of what i shared with you and uh, you know, which would dive into other aspects of that conversation and it would lead to other things, which always amazed me. So, <laughs> dang, girl, dang. Oh. All right, so let's hear your letter. <laughs> so, so. <laughs> <clears throat> okay. Uh, I wrote mine on paper. I was debating on how I wanted to write it out, but I just bought myself these um, pens that I love from Staples. They're the mm. Optiflow Ooh, you, you have to have a good pen. Oh, my God, it's so good. You have to have a good pen. So I was like, I'm going to write this. Okay. Uh, dearest Ricky, joke's on you, homegirl. Ha! <laughs> What did you think? Did you think that turning 40, <laughs> your life's trajectory would explode into this <laughs> brilliant state of improvement and success that you felt was owed to you? You really believed this was your year. Mm -hmm. you had yourself convinced that all the wrong done to you was about to transform into everything you'd been trying to break through. I mean, hey, good looking out. You're always looking at the bright side of things. You're a hardcore positive thinker. One of my favorite things about you, Ricky, is your ability to find humor in all things and your enthusiasm to genuinely laugh at yourself, especially when you've had... An epiphany that explains some of your foolishness. You are your greatest critic. You have no mercy on yourself. And you do not give yourself enough credit. You've also been surrounded by people this year that were reminding you more often than not about the outstanding achievements you've been a part of thus far. The real reason the joke's on you <clears throat> is because despite how this year has ended, in a series of unfortunate events for you, 
And despite the major life choices you've made with your career and finances, and despite the sacrifices you continue to make that contribute to a greater purpose, despite the insecurities and overthinking that haunt you religiously, despite you questioning your ability to be the person you want to be, despite all of these details, you are in line with everything you are about to become. Ricky, it's only been a matter of weeks where you've finally been able to resign to peace. You've made a conscious effort to remove this enormous pressure that you've bestowed on yourself to procure immediate success and growth for you and everyone you work with. Yeah. Ricky, you can actually take a deep breath now. <laughs> you should be proud of the courage you have to uncover yourself. You finally want to get to know who you are without being under the influence of anyone or their expectations. It's been a lifetime for you wanting to please and be accepted by these people that you love. Mm. You disguised yourself to be the necessary perception that people wanted from you. You've been a human chameleon. But so now, Ricky, here we are. Here you are. You've slowed down your pace. And you now desire yourself. Your life hasn't been a shit show, Ricky. It's been exactly what it's had to be for you to master and love yourself. Don't fuck this up. Love, Ricky. <laughs> and if you fuck it up, it's okay. You'll yeah, get another chance anyway. It's all good. I love that. That's beautiful. You know what? I I am I and I think I probably have this somewhere in in oh, I hope I have it and if I don't I'll just say it anyway in my letter to you. Um I, I think that this year has been a big highlight of you wanting to uncover who you are but then masking it with all of the things that are going to keep you busy and distracted so you don't do that. Um, and, and a lot of us will do that. We're, we're busy with, and we mentioned this earlier with work, with working out with alcohol, with drugs and addiction and whatever, so that we don't have to discover who we are. Mm -hmm. But I think when we uncover who we are, we realize that, you know, we're, we're pretty cool. We're, we're beautiful people. We just, I don't know what the fuck we're scared of. Like, is some fucking demons going to come out? <laughs> you know, just go to church. That's no, okay. <laughs> go get the fucking blessing. Or, uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's going to be sizzling off of us. Yeah. Um, I do want to encourage all of our listeners. Send us um, your letters to yourselves. Mm -hmm. If you're up to sharing your letters to yourselves, because, again, it is a good practice. And it is something important for our own self-preservation. And I do encourage you to do this exercise. You don't have to send it. Mm. Keep it to yourself. But if you do decide to share it, send it to um, on this frequency at gmail.com. Yeah. It's, a, it's a great thing to share with one another, to encourage one another, and know that we're all in it together in one way or another. So I just thought about that. I was like, we should get people's letters. Yeah, and, um, and if you... If you're down, if you don't mind, you know, putting it out on the social medias, um, I want to put this up on our Instagram yes. stories and on our posts. Um, so when you guys write your letters, tag us in them. Let us know what you're proud of or what you wrote about. And we want to share it with everyone because I think it's a it's a positive thing to go around and share with the communities because 
if we needed it, if I needed it and I didn't know, then I'm sure the next person would mm. want it too. So okay. that excited. was perfect. I'm excited to receive these letters. Yeah. <laughs> Make me all happy. So <laughs> um, let's do our letters to each other. Yes. So I'll do my letter to you. And don't mind me when I pause because I'm short of breath. I am too. Like, <laughs> Okay. Ricky Lee. First of all, thank you for being a badass podcast co-host for On This Frequency. <laughs> there is no one else that I could have a very honest conversation with on a podcast than you. Thank you for letting me ask you very raw questions about your personal life on and off recording <laughs> sessions. Yes. Please know that I am always inspired by you and I'm never short of aha moments when I'm around you. We have very opposite opinions about life and people, but some things that I've learned from you are to give people the benefit of the doubt. Mm. You know how to see the good in people, even when they're ugly, and have the patience to ride that wave, ride that wave with them. Mm. I have that in mind every day, because when people show me ugly, I take it for face value. You have the work ethic of a worker bee and will do whatever it takes to get a task completed. Yes. I straight up don't aspire to have that type of work ethic. <laughs> but whenever I'm met with a task, I think to myself, what is the most efficient way to approach this? And is this how Ricky would tackle it? Efficient is being the key word. Yeah. You, my friend are a creator of things it sounds basic coming out of my mouth but you really know how to gather a thought and make it a tangible object that's a rare gift let it shine for all to see girl people like me love to see it and it gives us motivation anyway i'm very blessed to have you as my sister-in-law and friend i'm very proud of the way you handled all of the challenges you faced in 2021 you never gave up and stood up for yourself whenever you needed. You actively let you actively let go and let God. And I think we could all use a little more letting go in our lives. In 2022, I hope that you continue to let go of what is no longer serving you. That you are living for you and have experiences that fuel your soul. You know that anytime you need peace and quiet, you can always come to my apartment or we can be in nature to take in the tranquility. You know I'm always down for that. Let's continue on becoming our most authentic selves in 2022 and deliver amazing and inspiring content for all of our listeners on this frequency. Cheers. Mm. <coughs> How, you're 30? 32. Okay, so when you were in seventh grade, uh did you write letters to like a pen pal no no not like a pen pal <laughs> but wait did you have a phone in seventh grade no a cell, like a cell phone yeah no i don't i didn't have a cell phone until like ninth or tenth grade okay so i'm asking about <laughs> if you wrote letters because Oh, what do you to, mean? What kind about of to age myself ridiculously like, right now? Friends? Yes. 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 I actually had notebooks. Okay. So, l when I was in seventh grade or whatever, seventh grade, like you would write a letter on paper and then you would fold it up into a tiny little envelope mm -hmm. and not 
I'm gonna post a I'm gonna post a picture of it yeah. of how I'm gonna fold this letter, and then you exchange them. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it was like texting, but in written fucking yeah form, pen and, mm-hmm. pen and paper in a little square folded up, and you exchange letters like that. You wrote that on your computer, but yeah. there's a part in the letter when you're like, anyway, your transition with that. It made it feel nostalgic, yeah, like like, a like I was receiving it <laughs> in that form, like yeah. I used to get them in seventh grade, and I was like, "This is such a cool feeling because I haven't felt that in years, like in a thousand years." Well, yeah, I didn't want it to be all formal and in fucking MLA format or just properly. It was just anyway, you know. Just, and then I put "Hey, girl" in there. Sorry, girl. Uh, no, my favorite part was anyway. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Because <laughs> that's how you used to write to each other. Yeah. Like, anyway. It's just so casual. It's so matter of fact. You yeah. Know? Yes. Casual. And it made it, it made me miss that. <laughs> well, you can write me letters if you want. I'll accept them. I you do can like, write them in their little. I do like writing arrows letters. and paper airplanes or whatever it is. I'm gonna fold my letter to you uh, after I'm done. <laughs> after I'm done reading it, so you can see what I was talking about. But I'll, I'll email mine to you. <laughs> <laughs> fold it up yeah. in digital form. Yeah. So mine says, "Dearest Natalie, thank you for only making me feel judged one time in my life in our relationship. <laughs> You've remained a source of hope and have always nurtured a safe space for dialogue." I want nothing more than to have you carefully woven into my life as long as humanly possible. And not just because you've guided me through some rough terrain in my existence, but because you've, you unapologetically continue to encourage me to allow myself to be loved. We're not only, we've not only survived the last two years together, we've really thrived, hands down. Mm-hmm. We've taken steps to unravel ourselves through this podcast and we've grown, we've gotten better, and we still have so much work to do. Cheers to you, your spirit, and your tenacity to find your passions and your purpose. When in doubt, please remember the things that I love about you the most. Your creativity, that you're an avid learner, that you've mastered your inner Jay-Z, and that you, and that you are your own thinker. Don't fuck this up. Love, Ricky. I like how you ended Don't Fuck This Up with yours and with my letter. Because it's Because like you said, it's okay if you fuck it up. But I always like, don't fuck this up. We're all counting on you. Don't fuck this up. You know, you want to. But I I do want to explain the um, mastering your inner Jay-Z. Oh, yes, please do. Because I really don't know how to explain that. So one of of the things that that I. (laughs) And I couldn't figure out if it was. Like, not any time a problem would arise, it was like not a big deal to you. Mm. You would just be okay, cool. Well, we could just do this, or we could just navigate it like this, or don't worry about it. And I was always like, how is it possible that nothing provokes this woman to have a meltdown? When something bad happens, because that's very much my response. When something doesn't go right, I A, have a meltdown first, mm-hmm. then B, go into triage mode, it's hurry up and resolve the problem. Yeah. But the, the, the speed that I'm going at dealing with that is just, 
a thousand miles a minute and you just like oh it's okay cool dusting that song dust your shoulders off is that dust your shoulders off so as i got to know you more in depth i was like damn she's always calm like this like she's not moved by anything like super challenging and that you found there's a confidence in that yeah there's a there's a confidence in that where I'm thinking the world's going to end right. or I'm going to lose relationships with people or right. something has just fallen completely apart and I dra- dramatize, dra- whatever, like yeah. that, you fucking don't. And so that gave me a lot of, like, peace. Yeah. Where it's like, let me let me panic about it yeah. and let you not panic about it right. and just taser me into reality where it's like, it's okay. And that, by far, is... Uh, one of my favorite things about you because there's something so calming about that. <laughs> it's like, fuck. And, and the thing is, too, is that, like you said... Were you always like that? Oh, no. No, before I would have freaked the fuck out and I would have been, you know, in like you said, a thousand miles a minute trying to resolve and patch things up and make things right. But I think over the years... Um, and I don't know if I get... And I, I don't know if this is like a a control thing too of wanting to fix things right away and patch it up and make it right or i don't know i don't know what it is maybe that's just how we're programmed but Mm -hmm. you said something right now about like the world is ending and then that's my thought is like well the world's gonna end anyway so fuck it like let this shit fall apart and i'm not gonna freak out about it because if i'm freaking out about it that's not gonna fix the problem or the issue at hand when did you master that Oh, just recently. I think just I think just with doing um, my own work and kind of discovering like my triggers and mm. and mm. what I should be triggered or not be triggered about. I think that kind of came with it. Like, do I does this deserve the my reaction, like or the kind of reaction that I'm giving it? I'm I'm headed in that direction, which is why in the letter to myself I said I'm acknowledging that I've slowed my pace down. Mm-hmm. That it's like, do I really want to put this much energy into that? Right. You know, which is interesting that you bring that up about the world ending. And I was and I asked you when I got in here, if you saw the movie, don't look, don't don't look up Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. in. And we are going to spoiler alert this. But in a nutshell, it's they discover a meteor that's going to hit planet Earth in six months and 15 days to complete extinct extinction. And it's like and I actually asked my girls, like, what would you do? Yeah. Like, how would you? How would you want to live your like the next six months of your the life? The next six months of your life, right? And then I thought, Ricky, my initial thought is like, well, how do we stop it? Right, right. Ricky, you're not gonna. There's no way you're gonna stop. You can't possibly. But I'll, it'll actually cross my mind yeah. that in some way, shape, or form, I could possibly have the way to stop this meteor. No, I can't. You can't. Right, so right. just like enjoy it. But it did very much make me think about like well what would i do yeah i don't i would i think that naturally my my reaction would be fucking freak the fuck out like the like the girl the scientist she was fucking crying her eyes out and then and then you kind of just well are you gonna go fucking make the best of it she was banging some dude that was just random as hell and then invited him out invited him out to dinner and that worked out but technically we should live our lives like every day a meteor might hit and it might like what are you we might for? die tomorrow. Yeah, what are you waiting for? That meteor might come in the shape of a car accident to your death. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I, I don't know. I think we're we. I think that we think we're invincible sometimes, and that shit like that isn't gonna happen to us. But our time is 
our time is not long you know we got to take advantage of it and that's why that's why there's that's why it's a good thing that we're both headed towards peace and tranquility and mindfulness of like how we're spending our time you know what i mean 100 percent. so um so great i i love that i can't wait to um to see what other people write to themselves um if they write to somebody else that that would be fucking cool to share too um but let's pivot a little bit a couple (coughs) excuse me a couple episodes ago we had shared our screen time and how awful that's been um (laughs) ricky you want to share your screen time while i pull mine up yes so when i did mine uh, the few episodes ago it was like an average of 36 hours a week eight hours a day yeah when we did that i was very much on my social media on my emails on my text messages i used every part of the phone Mm -hmm. since (laughs) since that episode just like openly talking about it yeah and then ever since my instagram got hacked into yeah when i was going through that whole phase of i don't want to do social media anymore right it really just kind of lifted an awareness to the addiction that not only i have with my phone Uh but the people around me have with their phone Mm -hmm. including my children like we've had active conversations about like i'm we're gonna remove these phones like would we even know how to interact with one another without our stupid phones, right? Yeah. So I've made a conscious effort. Now, the being in isolation, Yeah. here's how it messed me up. Yeah. And I'm glad that I worked my way into that zone of wanting to stay off of social media or wanting to use my phone less. Mm-hmm. I think that if I would have been on my social media constantly while while i was in isolation i would have lost my shit yeah i would have gotten an extreme case of fomo and just anxiety and oh my god poor me i'm not doing oh it would have been bad but i was glad that i didn't have that desire that much i wasn't i wasn't reaching for my phone and looking at anything or posting anything yeah. I had a wonderful friend of mine. Well, she's also my tax lady. And she was just like, <laughs> she she was aware of the series of unfortunate events that I had been experiencing. And she told me, you know what? It's good that you got sick. Yeah. Take the time to be within yourself mm-hmm. and, you know, think, right, be with yourself. Yeah. And I did that. <clears throat> and so um, I was getting cabin fever for sure by the seventh day Mm -hmm. and i cleaned out my room completely i painted the entire room i threw a lot of just it's funny the crap that we collect without even knowing that it's collecting so that was really good so in saying that (laughs) my screen time was down 38 percent but it was still very much eight hours a day but let me explain why yeah five hours of that on average was Netflix. Oh, okay. I uh, run my Netflix off of my phone mm-hmm. and I project it onto my television oh. or I mirror oh, screen yeah. it or whatever. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so I have to use my phone because my TV doesn't have Netflix. It's an older TV, so I have to mm-hmm. project into that or whatever. So <laughs> I have this weird, uh, I am obsessed with The Crown. Oh, yes. Which we've talked about. And the crown is like a blanket. 
it was like a comfort blanket to me. I've seen all seasons of it mm. multiple times. I've now watched every season of The Crown maybe 17 times over. I just had it on repeat. And I kept discovering things that I ended up falling asleep. Like, I was like, I didn't even know that that happened. The queen does cry. <laughs> but, and I, again, I just had it as background while I was cleaning or writing or yeah. doing whatever. Yeah. So, for the record, it was five hours because of Netflix. Right. And then I did average just three hours of being on my phone, texting, or on social media, or emails and stuff like that. So, I am proud of myself for that. But I would have been really messed up if I heavily depended on my social media during isolation. You know, I, um, I'm still averaging about four hours and 27 minutes on my phone. Um, but it's kind of weird. Like, uh, the whole, the most used, you know, text messages and then Instagram, my maps. <laughs> mm. Right? Um, but then you go in and it tells me that um, last week I was... A total of I spent a total of seven hours and 40 minutes text messaging with a daily average of an hour and mm. five minutes so I guess that's not bad right no that's not bad at all I, I average about uh, two hours two hours and 15 minutes a day on text that was shocking I was like am I really do who am I texting right. <laughs> but I do text a lot of people because it's all of our business stuff a lot of there. the correspondence is through text but I was annoyed by that I'm like, where but, does this come from but I'm annoyed by texting but I also don't want to answer phone calls. Oh, yeah. And I don't want to answer FaceTimes. Yeah. I don't want to do any of that. Yeah. I hate phone calls. I, I, don't, I don't like when people call me. I really don't. I, it drives me nuts. Like, there should be a... There sh- I would want to remove the phone call app from my phone if that was a thing. We're going to go back <laughs> to writing letters. To yeah. Another. No, we should do it that way. And then I spend a daily average of one hour and one minute on social media. Well, on Instagram specifically last week. And that was definitely because I set the um, the limits on oh, my yeah. on my phone, so that actually really helped me a lot. I think that um, was it the week before. I don't. There was a week that I felt like I was on it way too long, but um, I think this is good. Hell yeah! I'm like, believe me, there was a, there was a time <laughs> when I, last week too. Where I was, we were trying to finalize a contract and we were emailing each other back and forth. Mm-hmm. And my dumbass decided to put at the end of an email, if you have any questions uh, or you would prefer to do this by phone, feel free to call me. Yeah. And they called me and I'm like, no, why are you calling? Just answer the email. <laughs> so, and I'm like, but I can't be mad at them. I'm the yeah. dumbass that said, if you right. want to call me, because this is a lot of questions. Right. But. Right. Right. <laughs> I think it's changing how we communicate, but I think we're definitely heading in in the right direction. Oh, show. I think so, too. Um, uh, uh, And similar to what you said, since we've become more screen time conscious, um, I've also just been annoyed at social media and everything that's on it. I'm like, damn it, why do people post shit like this? I'm so annoyed. There was many, last week (laughs) I'm like, you bore me, Instagram. Yeah. What kind of people am I following? I'm yeah. throwing my phone. Right. I I literally thought, I actually turn my phone off at night now. Oh, good. That's a good practice. One morning, I was like, my alarm was going off. Mm-hmm. I was getting text. This is 530 <laughs> in the morning. Mm-hmm. Alarm's going off. Mm-hmm. I'm getting text messages. I'm getting all the alerts, mm-hmm. um, the promotional emails oh, from God. people, <laughs> from companies. Mm-hmm. Twitter, 
god. ABC7 telling me who got killed, how, and what. But the thing was, was I had this moment where I, I was feeling my phone going going off, the vibration of it through my body, and I'm like, this can't be yeah. okay. Yeah. No. Th- these notifications can't possibly. They're triggering me every time that the phone goes off. Like, this is not good at all. And all of those components put together really just forced me to, again, think about (laughs) how we live and how we use our phones and how Mm -hmm. fucking metaverse, man. Mm -hmm. That's right. That's right. So, yeah, fuck that. Fuck all of these phone functionalities (laughs) and how, how, uh, yeah, and and it just sucks because we, we do need them. They're a necessity these days. It's like, it's like food. But, um, you know what I mean? But that's okay. We, we, at the end of the day, we are conscious and aware human beings. And we know that there are limits and that we don't have to be on our phone 24 fucking hours a day and even in our sleep. So, with that, I think that's this, this fucking is a good end to this show, this episode. Um, we wanted to thank our listeners, uh, lastly, because without you guys, there would be no, no one would be on this frequency with us. Uh -uh. Um, and so, yeah, thank you guys for listening, for commenting, for, you know, those of you that have written reviews, you guys are amazing. Please encourage all of your other friends and family members to listen and to write reviews for us as well. I think that Ricky and I have a lot of great things coming um for 2022 and a lot of things that we want to try out um and we want to be a part of and so so yeah i think i'm overall just i'm grateful yeah and thank you to the team around us who have have been a huge support system you know from big brother jake to bartley to even my my brother mike who encouraged us to do this Mm -hmm. and to like you guys should really take this seriously um, to our family who has to kind of be on the wayside when we have to put these things together and just everyone it's been a conscious effort and yeah. and yeah it's it's been a beautiful experience it has been i'm excited for more and i think that i want to end also by acknowledging all of the countries that have listened to us um for the last 12 months i am going to name them one by one so um, we'll start with the United States, Canada, Hungary, Mexico, United Kingdom, Germany, Australia, Brazil, Spain, France, the Netherlands, New Zealand, the Philippines, Cyprus, Norway, Turkey, Ukraine, Austria. It's the CW. It doesn't say what's the CW. CW, Greece. Indonesia, India, Iran, Japan, Kyrgyzstan, um, I hope I said that right. Yes, Kyrgyzstan, Mongolia, Nepal, Puerto Rico, Portugal, Russia, Slovenia, Trinidad, and Tobago, and there's 15 unknowns. We talk about this all the time. How the hell are these people? Li- How did you guys find us? Please, on this frequency at gmail.com. If you're listening from one of these countries, how did you find our podcast? I want to know because we don't even practice really 
marketing, marketing or even putting it on social media, which Big Brother JK always tells us you guys got to promote, and we don't do it enough. We just do not do it enough. How the hell 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 34 countries and 15 unidentified? How? You guys are amazing. High five, Natalie. You guys are uh. amazing. We do this. Y'all listening to us every every week. It, it's it's beautiful, and I hope that we can continue um, this list into 2022 and hopefully expand it. Um, I'm excited. So thank you all again. And with that, that's a wrap. Increase the peace, y'all. Bye, everybody. <laughs>